This is the Musilog Magazine podcast with host Sam Archer. So we are recording, we are live, we have Mr. St. James recording artist extraordinaire on today on the Musilog Magazine podcast. We want to welcome you. How are you doing, sir? Hey, I'm blessed, man. Thanks for having me on, man. What's up, Sam? Your Archer. That's what's up, Yes, baby. sir. Yes, sir. Um, we're happy to have you. Shout out to the Urban Influencer and shout okay. out to uh, your contact person, uh, Lisa. Wait, what's Lisa's, Lisa, uh, Lisa what's her last Lisa name English. again? English. Yes. Uh, shout out to her to uh, helping us making this possible. Absolutely. And um, man, I've been listening. I've been listening to the music. I've, you you sound you sound pretty good. Make me want to go and practice there. You know, <laughs> you know. In fact, let me let me appease the fans a little bit. We I'm gonna put on some shade so I could I could look like you today. Standards, <laughs> <laughs> put the standards on. Get a little Stevie Wonder, Ray Charles vibe. <laughs> hey! <laughs> so talk to us. Where do you hail from? And uh, talk to us, man. What's what's happening? Oh uh, man, I'm originally from Chicago, Illinois, by way of Columbus, Ohio. Uh, but I shout out Columbus uh, in 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 minute, but mostly Chicago. Uh, okay, okay. When you say Ohio, though, as in Ohio, as in uh, uh, Cleveland, uh, Cleveland, Columbus, that whole. Oh, yeah. mm -hmm. oh. No, that's where the funk was born. You know, in Ohio. Let's keep it real. Yeah, the the, the OJ's of you. All of ow, the Ohio players, the you know the Roger Troutman, all the funk. The whole funk movement was was birthed in Ohio. Hell, one of the greatest songwriters of our time, Babyface, lived in. in that's in, right. In, in, that's in, right. In, in, that's in, right. They, Come on, man. That's right. That's right. Talent come from the Midwest. So, so this new music you have now—is this an EP or is it a single? What What do you have coming at yeah. this time? Well, I currently have an EP and some singles out. I've been doing a lot, man. I'm independent, so I have a free reign to kind of do what I want to do musically. No label telling me what to do, what to promote, what to produce, what to shoot, what to release. I do what the hell I want to do, which is the beautiful thing about independent. <laughs> as an Ain't it beautiful? Ain't it beautiful? <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. So, uh, I mean, the only thing you don't have is the machine that is the industry pushing your product to main to the to the masses, which is something you just got to work on doing that one person at a time. I just try to reach one new person at a time, and then you just build an organic fan base, and eventually, you know, you know, things will happen for you. But at my age, I don't got a lot of time to be sitting around here trying to be get get a lot of attention and love from people that don't know me. I just gotta. I got to let the music do the work, you know what I'm That's saying? That's what's up. That's what's up. The music sounds good. The music sounds good. Now, now, are you involved with the production also? Is it something? So, Are you producing and engineering? I produce, uh, I write. I got a team of people that I work with. My engineer is one of the best in the game. So, you know, it's all, those are all, you know, I'm, I'm 53, bro, so I'm not a spring chicken by no means. <laughs> <laughs> I'm proud. I keep it man. I'm transparent. I keep it real. I'm out here lying about my age to sell. That's what's up. That's what's up. You know, you, you could pass for 23 though. You could you uh, could pass it. You could pass for 23. <laughs> 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 
Flattery gets you everything. No. <laughs> That's what's up. That's what's up, man. So, um, but I do hear I do hear the good engineering quality. Now I, I want to ask you about your influences because you do sound like you can give uh, you can give uh, Chris Brown and uh, Justin and, and 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 you could give them a little run for the money there, man. You you got the voice. You got you got the. <laughs> I, mean, I appreciate it, man. But you know it, it's th that generation, man. I respect those cats, man. For that's where they at. That's the, they, yeah. They're younger than me, man. Like. 20 years young. Man, come on, man. That's that that's their era. So you gotta let them No, no, yeah, no, no doubt, no doubt. But but um I mean uh, just for the you know, in terms of the material that right. I've been hearing from from you, mm. um, you know, if you don't say you're fifty-three, uh I wouldn't guess it. I would probably exactly. think Exactly. But I, the, but the beautiful thing about me telling people my age is that they it gives them inspiration and motivation not to quit on themselves because that's they're what's up. That's why I say it. I don't really, I, I really don't care what the, I mean, I, I say I don't care. What I mean is I'm not really impacted by what people think about my age because I Understood. know that I'm, I'm not trying to target babies. I'm not trying to target the young generation. But This is the grown and sexy. This is the grown and sexy stuff. It's the grown and sexy or the grown-ish or whatever because everybody grown ain't sexy. Let's keep it real. Uh, well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're a comedian too. <laughs> okay. So, so uh, you know, you know, but I think, but 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 the crazy thing is, my demographics, eighteen to twenty-seven, they love my music. That's what's good about it. So I'm saying, know. like, uh, you know, you know, it's 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 excellent. All so so let, let's um. So you have uh, I was listening to Being Gentle. Okay. Um, you have. Uh, suck it up, baby. Come to me. Uh, make it. Do what it do. Mm -hmm. So, so uh, what is a single and what? Is, I mean, are these all on one EP that okay. people can get right yeah. now? But yeah, because yeah, people people like it's not. This is the crazy thing about the music industry. A lot of people are so confined into a box of how they think an artist is supposed to release music and do things, but they got to remember the internet. It's changed everything. You cannot sit around here and sit, and sit on these records for for day for for. For years, and think mm. they're gonna still sound fresh years from now. I mean, they could probably sound good, but you gotta. The internet is all about content, and a lot yeah. of them, the yeah. more you have, the better chance you have of success. So that's why you see a lot of different records out. But for the for the record, the EP is called Throwback the Covers Volume One. It has six six cover records. I took six records and remade them, revived mm. them, and did my own thing to them and put it out. Man, it's almost two million streams on that mug since October. And you know, thank you. That's a lot of amen, amen. One million, one point one million streams on the Being Gentle single alone. And and the thing about the Being Gentle single was, it's obviously a remake from Frederick's version. But the mm -hmm. original composer and author gave me rights to do what I wanted. With most of the time, you got to go through all this red tape to do a derivative. Yeah, yeah. Cover a song, I can pay Harry Fox a couple of bucks and and put the record out as a cover and make and stream it on the back end. But the but a derivative, you have to get permission to remake, reimagine the the original. That's true. Company. That's true. That's that's very this true. Guy, this guy gave me fifty percent publishing rights to my version of being. That song, being gentle, I own fifty percent of that record, bro. Come on, man. You gotta clap that up. You gotta clap that up. Most deaf, most deaf. 
So, so you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna let you continue to be the cool guy in the interview. <laughs> I gotta take these. Off. <laughs> yeah. Take them off. I, got, I I have to play along for a little while for the for my yeah. viewing audience. They know they know I like to clown around a little bit. Yeah, but but um, this is great though. Um, so. I want to jump into more of what you're doing for the record as as an independent, but okay. let's talk about your influences first because okay. you got a nice, a really nice style, and I couldn't put my foot. But you said Ohio, so I don't know. Maybe maybe that's what it is. And you mentioned Babyface and 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 Roger and and you know. So so, but but talk about some of your influences. Who who you listen to that really help you know help you shape your sound. Okay, well, you know, I got to go back to James Brown. I say this first, the Godfather of Soul. Wow. I'm not talking to screaming and, wow, I feel not that James. I'm talking No, about no, the other one. Ah, okay. It's a man's world, that James. All right. <laughs> when he was singing, when James was singing with his soul, you know, so, and, you know, you know of course, Michael Jackson used to be, was, was a really dope singer before he started doing all the hiccup and, the, and all that stuff. <laughs> You know what I mean? Michael was like, uh, so I learned that love's my discretion. That's so right. That's right. Thinking back when he was younger and in his early 20s, and then he just started doing all that hollering and screaming. But once you get to that point, you can say, you can sing about now, ladies, and be hot. Uh, you'll be all right. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So James Brown, Michael Jackson, Earth, Wind, and Fire, you know, Jeffy Osborne, people, Bryson, mm. Jones, Tony Terry, Howard Hewitt. You know, Woo. I got to go up to all my r and B. I'm an R&B cat, ride or die, so I would not abort the R&B mission. See, that's the problem with a lot of artists. No disrespect to anybody. Uh, I, don't know, I don't name no names. I'm going to simply say this. A lot of R&B artists got away from our genre to chase pop money and what's popular mm -hmm. to try to make a living. I, I respect that because I did it at one point or another. But at this mm -hmm. point, I'm no longer willing to sell R&B out for, for anything. Not, a, not money, not fame, nothing. It's rhythm mm -hmm. and blues for life because that's the problem man r&b music took a back seat only because they there was they went there was no money in marketing r&b they still the label still ain't put no money behind r&b artists what they did do recently is change urban ac to back to r&b because mm. it's, yeah, okay r&b is making a comeback i'm just hopefully ahead of the curve because i got a catalog that's gonna kick 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 their butt for the next year or two i got records that'll keep going I'm ready bring to go. Bring it on. Bring it on. Bring it on. I'm ready, man. So I've been working, man, and I got to uh -huh. I'm putting other artists out. So a lot of things. So those are my influences, man, and just, just loving R&B from, from a purist perspective. And we got away from that sound mm -hmm. where we told stories in the music, where we had substance, where we had with melody, movement, bridges, mm -hmm. patient, guitars, bass. I got. I don't care. I'm, I don't. I don't care what everybody else doing. I'm gonna stay. I'm gonna keep the foundation of R and B in my music. The sound. It's got to be there, bro. That stuff. That's that makes the music classic and timeless. And, oh yeah, your 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 songs. The, you know the the production sounds timeless. You know you're not trying to sound like what's there. You know it just sounds like you hear it. It's just. Music. It's just excellent. It's just <laughs> an excellent sound. No, serious. Like you know. Um, and, and I like that about this 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 project you have. So learn about the ever-changing climate of the music industry and learn how to position yourself with the new book, Hybrid Executive. Great for indiepreneurs, indie artists, managers, engineers, 
booking agents, and more. Hybrid Executive is the new terminology for today's indie artists, written by music producer Samuel E. Archer. Now available at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Apple Books, BookBaby, and other leading ebook distributors. Visit thehybridexecutive.com for more information. Is this this project you have, a, did you have something out before? I'm independent, so I've been at this for a long time, my brother. I've, mm-hmm. uh, I, uh, you know, I started singing backgrounds for Joe back in the early 90s. Me and my boys. We As in, I'm in love, Joe? Yes. Joe Tom. Okay, okay. So, you know, I started with, that was my first introduction into the recording industry, man. Joe is, is a beast, man. Underrated. Most one of oh, the, yeah. One of the <laughs> most underrated <laughs> R&B in our in our time, man, but always making really good records, man. All but yes, he, he has. Yes, he has. Doing his thing, always will be, man. So that's how I got my start uh, as far as industry in the recording industry. It's a ruthless mm-hmm. game out here, man, and it shouldn't be this hard to make records, man. It shouldn't be take this kind of trauma, trauma, tragedy, and travesty uh, for black people to make a living, man. But unfortunately, in this in our American society, I talk about music, politics, and everything in my as as an artist, man. I'm mm-hmm. an advocate. You know, uh, I love our people, man, but I know that we have a hard time overcoming uh, the ignorance of our culture in terms of how we have, uh, what we've been through, man, and, and how we have been taught to not love our people and love ourselves and respect each other with, because mm. of, I don't like that stuff, man. I think, and, you know, a lot of our artists die without money, publishing, they didn't own anything, and we got to get back to supporting one another Yes. And making this music. And so just because our artists, our iconic R&B artists are older now, can't hit the notes they used to hit, may not be mm-hmm. as skinny as they used to be. We got to support them. You don't hear, you, listen, the Rolling Stones like 80 years old and they looking crazy as hell with that long hair at 80. And still touring. And still getting that money. But, but And we, still touring, yeah. But yeah. we talking smack about Anita Baker because she gained weight. Shut up. Uh, look, I... Uh, I had a crush on you. <laughs> <laughs> the, the 80s, Anita, from the 80s. Oh my God. Right. So, so um, <laughs> let's <laughs> we uh, Anita, shout out to you if you if you see this. Exactly. I love Anita Baker. I mean, I'm just saying, all my point is that white folks support uh-huh. their icons no matter how old they go, no matter how many drugs they do, no matter how many scandals they go through. They bring it, they bring value to it. They, they show bring, they bring value to concerts. Absolutely, but we as a people tend to not. We just turn our backs on our on our people, man, and we got to stop that. We got to do better, man. That's all I'm saying. Show love, keep showing respect, because that music is timeless. You can still respect. go back to the Rapture. Yes, album. yes, I still go back to the Rapture album and love those records. Oh yeah, it's 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 the masterpieces. But what you what you said is is important, and um, I think I think the tide is turning where. Folks are actually, you know, we're we're paying paying attention and loving ourselves a little bit more, mm-hmm. um, and and even you know to get on platforms like these and 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 find other people, you know, it's really about the the, the machinery mechanism that that um, guys like you and me we we're working to find our audiences and you yeah. know because they're people that's looking for what we have, you know, right. And um, so, yeah, so definitely. Now, what could what advice could you give to artists today? Because you spoke about streams mm-hmm. um, and it doesn't have you don't have to go. It's not like to go into it in, in, in a nitty gritty. Right. 
Okay. But um, what's like a cool overview advice you can give artists today in terms of how to approach getting streams? Because, you know, CDs are pretty much a rap. Nobody's, tr well, not much people are trying to do vinyl. Certain people are doing vinyl. I mean, cassettes, is, it's a rap. <laughs> um, so everyone is, you know, has to put their music on, on um, Spotify and Apple and, and uh, Amazon. What, what nice little tidbit you can give to the artist that's tuning in who, who would like to experience what your experience with streaming? Well, you, I'm going to tell you right now, you got you have to invest in yourself. It's the hardest mm. thing for artists to do. See, a lot of artists, young and older, are still cookie-cutter, formatted into expecting someone to discover them. Mm -hmm. the, record deals are, the record deals are still out there, but gone are the days where somebody cares that you can sing and you got talent. You got to force them them to look at you and force them to pay attention to you. And they only pay attention to you by your traction. So with streams, it comes it comes down to income. You got to invest in yourself, whether you take out a personal loan. You know, if you're buying a bunch of Jordans and clothes and that's all and that's your claim to fame. Stop spending all that money on, on insignificant stuff and focus on your career. I'm not saying basically wear stuff that's going to complement what you do and your personality and your music for videos and stuff. I get all that. But I'm talking about. The, the thousands of dollars that people spend on, on senseless stuff, man, they could be taking that same income, investing in their, their music from streams. So it's not just streams, it's, it's promotions, videos, yeah. content. You got to pay Facebook boost. You got to boost your, you can't, just can't put your video up on the internet and say, oh, it's going to go viral. You have to <laughs> spend money in ads. You got to uh -huh. spend money on promotionals. You got to find somebody that come in your room and, and while you engaging your audience, type up your website. You got to find people that can come in and do the promotion. Because mm. there's people out there. I got like my girl Lisa, that, that that's my promotions director. She does a lot of, she takes a lot of headache away from me because she handles a lot of my promotions. So she'll contact mm. the people, do the podcast stuff. And all I got to do is focus on being an artist and in the studio working on the music. So you got, it's little things you got to do. But it's more importantly to have a team because you can't do this all by yourself. Teamwork, yes. Yes. That's the real most important advice I can give mm -hmm. to an independent, independent artist out there is looking to try to get themselves together from streams to promotions. It's all connected. But also, if you're looking to join a, a team of people that really cares about the independent artists, come see me at my Household Name Entertainment label. I have an independent label, Household mm -hmm. Name Entertainment. I don't do deals. I do partnerships. So basically, we 50-50 on the project or the song or the single. And you invest your half, I invest my half, we win together. I've got some little traction going on. Why not piggyback mm -hmm. off of what I'm doing? If you're good, if you want to work, if you're serious, and you're going to mm -hmm. listen. And ain't just listen to me, it's listen to a team. And then when you're in the studio making these records, remember, if you by yourself, you ain't hearing yourself by yourself. That mm -hmm. engineer can push buttons all day and tell you it's dope, but if ain't no other singers, other talent around you, and nobody tell you the truth, that's probably half the problem. And then your That's important, yes. Mm -hmm. Real important. And your records got to compete with the main. If you listen, if you put my record up against other people's record, you just said it at the top of the, uh, of the yeah. podcast. It's sonically, sonically, it's sonically sound. Yeah, exactly. That's the problem with a lot of indie artists. They sound indie. And that's why the record label industry and main, a lot of people like, eh, and they kind of like hear it or they hear it. It's just weird, man. And, and that took me years to get to that polished sound because I'm, I know what it's like to struggle with when you lack the budget or the team mm -hmm. or the engineering or the, or the, uh, the, the, the production style that you need to get you where you got to yeah. be. That's yeah. what it 
it's a lot. It's a lot, man. I, I really don't have any black and white. But but you give you give you give some good pointers. Investing in yourself, mm-hmm. um, and 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 developing your team. I think those two pointers are yeah. are what um, I gathered from what you just said. Okay. Because yeah. um, a lot of independent artists that I run into sometimes, not all of them, because you know you're independent and you're doing the right thing. Um, but many independent artists. It's not part of their mechanism to to invest in themselves, and that's you know. So they want they want to do the free webinars online. They want right. to do <laughs> the free masterclass. Um, this artist is doing a free thing over here, and you know, so they're in the free thing, right. and 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 not really thinking. You know what? Let me put two hundred dollars towards this. Let me put a grand towards that. Let me really put this into me, put this into my project. Let me find the right people or vet the right people that right. I can I can build my team that can do, you know, that can really hit the people and get work. Say, Sam, you said vet. That is the yeah. word. Vet your see people get see people trust people and then when they when they let them down, now they now they resentful and they can't open their mind to, to somebody that might not be interested in taking advantage of them. Because they've been already hurt. It's like being in a bad relationship. You get out of the bad yes. relationship, you, you are yes. shy with the next one. You got you can't mm-hmm. do that if you want to succeed because you gotta trust somebody in this business, man. But you have to do your homework research and you gotta allow people to show you who they are. And That's if what's you up. do good business, if you do good business at the top, take care of your paperwork, make sure it's legit. You won't have no problems on the back end. I mean, even though you even if you do contracts, people breach contracts every day. That doesn't it's you can always renegotiate. You can Absolutely. always renegotiate. And people will mess up. People will renege on agreements and contracts, but at least you have the, the propensity or ability to take them to court mm-hmm. for your, to get what you, what's owed to you if you do what's right. So I made some mistakes. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm human, man. I'm going to continue this. We all have. Right. <laughs> we I'm saying as far as this business, man, no matter how long you've been doing it, you, you, you never can get it right all the time, man. And you might come across the wrong person, and it happens all the time in this business. Mm-hmm. And all I'm saying to you is that this industry is the a lot of this is the only industry a lot of black folks can actually make try to make a living, man, because there's just not a lot of opportunities out here, man. No matter we gotta pay attention to that. They, especially yeah. for youth. There's no there's no summer jobs, there's no advocacy mm-hmm. programs for youth. These kids don't have nothing to do in the summertime and in 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 in, in, in the vacation during the during the off season of school. They're just on the streets, man, just on their phones, TikToking and doing dumb stuff and making bad choices because there's no opportunity. When we was coming up, they had summer jobs, internships. There's none of that going on. Ain't nobody's talking about that. And so these kids turn to rap and hip hop and music as an outlet to mm-hmm. make income. And some and they do go about it sometimes the wrong way, man. Yeah. Come check me out, ChrisKeys.com. I'm worldwide. Tony Altamirano. Hi, I'm Gina. What's up, everybody? I'm Win Vu, award-winning remixer. Boya, I'm an artist. Yeah. Hi, my name's Justina Bethel. Hi, I'm Mike Bowen from Denton, Texas. How you doing? This is Tom Cuff, music by Tom Cuff. Check out Samuel E. Archer's book, Hybrid Executive. We are in the business, and here's how you can be a better business person because you're running your business. Um, you can find my music at JustinaBeth underscore EL on Instagram or JustinaBethL.com, and I am a hybrid executive. I am a hybrid executive. I'm a hybrid executive just like you. Follow me at Koya Music, and I'm also a hybrid executive. I'm worldwide, baby, but just know I'm a hybrid executive. That's all you need to know, baby. What do you know? Get on up, B. Check out my 
my music, MikeBowen.com. I'm a hybrid executive. I'm a hybrid executive. Well, well, thankful, you know, guys like yourself, even guys like me, you know, that we're here and we, yeah. we're developing platforms where we can actually inform and, and, and let, uh, let, you know, let folks know, uh, you know, the, the good information and, and things that we can pursue. But let, let's get back. I, I just wanted to detour a little bit in terms of, of, of your, you know, from an indie. I mean, you know, indie is, is, is what's happening where the, the power of, the industry is basically coming back into the hands of the artists if you do it right. right. So I, I, I just had to, I just had to get a few nuggets from you for, for the for the for the, for the um, listening audience. But let's get back to the project. So what are you looking forward for this project to do the EP project that you have out right now? Okay, well I'm just want to continue to stream stream it and uh, uh, and focus on. Uh, just building my organic fan base. This record was during the pandemic. You got to remember back, everybody mm-hmm. act like the pandemic was just like a thousand years ago. It was just really not even <laughs> year, bro. And we still have a residual of impacts from it, from, from social, economic, emotional, mental health. I mean, it's mm-hmm. crazy. Our people are really going through some tough times and we just don't see it because we're, because people only show you their good side in, in most of the time. I talk about it all, bro. I deal with it all. When I go through something, I'm, I'm, I'm honest with the people, my people that follow me, when I'm having a bad day, I I, I, don't mm. try to, I don't do all. I keep it 100 with myself because you got to be real with yourself when you can be honest with other people. But, yes. you know, yes. y'all put this EP out during the pandemic. And so that's why I dropped the EP of, of nostalgic cover records, because people needed to be you know, reminded of some good feeling records. So when I drop my original stuff, it's going to be a whole different experience. But they're on the same level of production and writing and everything. And so um, with this EP, man. I'm just going to continue to push it uh, to just introduce people to me and then build a fan base because you got to build it first. And that's the problem. Yes. Yes. All the money I've spent, I don't regret it. I mean, I made, I made some detour moves that I probably could have wish I could have back again, opportunities and money that I spent. But I learned a lot about the independent radio game. I learned a lot about streaming. I learned a lot about uh, promotions. So I can do it all. And I have a group of people I trust that I know that that show themselves to be trustworthy. Mm-hmm. You know, in order to trust people, they must first show themselves trustworthy. And that's the reality. Yeah. So I focus on all those type of things. And, and I'm going to continue to push this project. And I got other artists that I'm releasing. My pops, like I, you talked about my pops. Uh, I got other, uh, Kaleo Ross. I got other independent artists that are, that are attached to my household name, entertainment label. And... I'm looking forward to working with other artists. I work with Maxine Jones from Involve, Glenn Jones. I've done records on some some heat. Oh, okay. So I'm okay. trying to really recruit more artists that need a comeback record or re, uh, a revitalization song. Come holler at me. I'm telling you, I got the heat. Okay, okay. Now, now you have um, on on being gentle. There's a there's a feature on there with you. Mm-hmm. A young lady by the name of Sene. Sene. All right, I just wanted to be sure I'm pronouncing it right. The one who one beating me up now. I got Hi, Sine. Shout out to Sine. Let her tell us a little something about her. Oh, Sine's a phenomenal vocalist, as you can hear on these records. She's also on the Baby Come to Me record. By the way, Baby Come to Me off the EP is number six on the Indie Soul chart on its way, hopefully, to number one. Uh-huh. Being gentle with right. number one, too. So this will hopefully be my second number, number one Indie Soul record in a year, less than a year. So Okay. Uh, so she's on there. Sine's a phenomenal vocalist, actress, and model. So she does it all. Make sure you follow her at Sine uh, underscore, underscore Goss on social media, on, on Instagram. 
Um, my little sister, she's out of Chicago now. She was, she's from California. She lives in, used to live in California. She moved back to Chicago a couple of years back. Okay. Uh, so yeah, that, that's, she's doing her thing, man. And, uh, you know, we, we will always be connected. And when she wants to work, you know, I, I'm ready to work with her project, but she's doing her own thing, man. She's got a lot of, a lot of irons in the fire, but she's definitely okay. killing it. But thank, I'm thankful for her vocals on that record, man. She really helped me make that record hot. So it was, it, it, it works. It definitely works, and we um, definitely shout out to uh, Sine. Yes, so right. I, now I want to thank you for being on the uh, podcast. Um, yes, now, how can how can folks get on to you? Okay, well, I prefer you go to my official website and drop your email address. I promise to protect your email information because and only send you information pertaining to the music and what I'm doing, and mm -hmm. not get sure. You know, I can know people real weird about that, but it's important that artists independently that you guys. This is the game, is marketing and promotions. If everything else is music, a lot of people, a lot of the analytics and data that matters to the to mainstream people, industry, and and advertisement uh, people, it's the, the analytics. How many people? How much? How's your fan base? How many people? So email addresses is how you begin to build your fan base because mm. authentic, organic people. So if people leave you their information, you can send your when you do an email blast, you can send out your new project coming out your latest video. That's how you build your fan base through email. So please come to me on my official website, stjames.com, www.saintjaimz.com. And everybody out here, don't ever get it twisted. You need an official website. That's how you monetize everything you do so you can sell everything off of your website, not go on social media, giving them everything, giving them your whole soul, and you can't even monetize a lot of that stuff until you reach a certain plateau or you got this many thousand followers, you got this many listeners, and then that's how they play the game because they want you mm -hmm. to spend your money on their platform while they give you nothing back. So if you have your own website, you can sell your own music, everything officially on your website. So that's, that's what's what up. That's what's up. Yeah, so I normally I ask my guests uh, three questions before they go. Okay. Some people feel violated when I ask it. <laughs> Some don't. <Okay. laughs> so we'll see how you feel a day on it. Let's so what it. is your favorite color? Black. Okay. Okay. Black. Any any particular reason why you like black, or you just? I just love the color black because anything that. That that's next to next to it stands out. So, ah. you, know, you got the black shirt with the CEO. That's dope. You know what that's I mean? what's up. That's what's. <laughs> <laughs> this is a shout out to Black CEO. By the way, it's a um, uh, people who do lectures and and um, speech and uh, presentation okay. uh, platform. I like that so, shirt. Now that you get one of them, man. Inbox me how I can get one of them shirts. Support that. Support that. Brand okay. Okay, I will. I will. Um, what is when, uh, when you're home relaxing, but you're the one that's actually going to be in the kitchen, handling business in the kitchen, what does St. James like to prepare? Uh, I love lemon, uh, Cajun season, garlic, salmon. Woo! I, I love some good salmon, man. Fresh, 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 fresh from the, from the store, the butcher properly because you know if a salmon smells fishy it ain't fresh let's be clear oh okay <laughs> salmon my vegetables i've a medley of mushrooms zucchini squash with onions woo, bell peppers a little bit saute with either rice pilaf or and or mac and cheese or something a little oh. light like a salad oh, we you, get, uh, 
Me and Pops about to eat that today, by the way. He's coming over and bringing it. You are a rock star. You are. <laughs> I get it. I get down. So, so now I you you prepare this. Now you don't you don't order it and bring it in. You nah, you prepare cook, this. Now nah, I cook this on a grill, man. On a, on, a, on a hibachi grill, we gets it in. On a, All on, right. On, listen, on the front patio, I got a front patio in my house. In the front, the people who are driving by my neighborhood, I'll be outside on the, in the, on a picnic doing some eating. <laughs> Don't do. That's what's up. That's what's up. All right. So the last, uh, you don't feel violated yet, right? These are good questions. Easy, right? easy questions, baby. Give me some harder. Come on. That's what's up. That's what's up. Um, so the last question would be: give a, give us uh, three people that you're listening to in your uh, MP3 player. Uh, Brenda Russell, piano in the dark. Oh, stop! Come on! Oh man. my God! <laughs> he said Brenda Russell. That's one of the baddest records ever made, bro. Brenda Russell. Oh, wow. George Duke, uh, uh, rhyme, No Rhyme or Reason, with uh, Rochelle Pharrell. Ah, okay. The Commodores, Easy Like Sunday Morning. Wow. <laughs> you killed it. <laughs> That's what's up. You killed it. St. James, it was a pleasure Thanks, to get you on here. This this is this has been a really, really great conversation. Absolutely. Great. Um when you um any artists you have, feel free to reach out. Um, okay. you know, whoever is coming down the pikes, send okay. us an email, send us a PR. We'll do um it. we'll post it. Set up a like we set up an interview. I mean, we're here for indie. It's musilog.com. Okay. Um, a little a little quick story about musilog.com. When I attended a full sale university, I had to do a uh, one of my uh, introduction to marketing classes. We had to do a blog, wow. so I did this blog called Musilog, and that was since uh, twenty eleven. Wow, and we're still here today. I so see. you can visit musilog.com. And we're here for indies. I mean, I've I've done uh, major interviews, okay. but primarily, indies can come here and feel at home. And um, the podcast, uh, we we sort of went through a few. We evolved a little bit, but um, the last version now we've really been you know working with a little bit of gas, cooking with some gas and so on. So man, yeah. consider Musilog one of your spots to uh you know send us send us updates you know we're okay. building a, a brand over okay. here so i got a lot of know. stuff coming up man i want to make sure you're a good dude I, I i love your energy man i appreciate you man so I'm but thank you. you thank you yes, thank sir. you and if, if yeah. you need anything bro music uh sound drink jingle uh, uh intro to your to your music to your podcast uh, okay well i we we can work something out. We can certainly work something out. I, I do have a. Well, you see where I'm sitting. <laughs> I, I, I see. Hey, I, I see. But every now and again, it's okay. Let somebody else do it. <laughs> you you're right. You're right. <laughs> you're right. You're right. But yeah, definitely we we'll continue this because this was really good. And um, you know, we we can definitely do a part two, part three of this yeah, of, of this stuff, man. To it, bro. Thank you. God bless you, man. And keep your head up. Keep doing what you're doing with Music Law, man. Proud of you, man. You're a black man handling your business. And that's thank you. Thank you. And best wishes to you as well, my brother. Thank you, man. Appreciate the time. Uh, all right. You take all care. Right. God bless. All right. Peace. Learn about the ever-changing climate of the music industry and learn how to position yourself with the new book, Hybrid Executive. Great for indiepreneurs, indie artists, managers, engineers, 
booking agents, and more. Hybrid Executive is the new terminology for today's indie artist, written by music producer Samuel E. Archer. Now available at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Apple Books, BookBaby, and other leading ebook distributors. Visit thehybridexecutive.com for more information. Be sure to visit our website, musilog.com. M-U-Z-I-L-O-G, musilog.com. Where music, entertainment, and culture lives.